0: My name is Leah. I finished a documentary called I Bleed, where I went on a journey to break the taboo and the negative cycle around periods in order to create a new one for my daughter, Eva. In this voyage, I met a lot of interesting characters and learned a lot of things that I wasn't able to include in my film. So I decided to have them all in a podcast divided in series. In this series of I Bleed, I explore the religious views around periods. In this episode, I travel to Lebanon and meet with the Imam of the Baidun Mosque located in the heart of Beirut. Sheikh Ibrahim Alhout is not only an Imam, but a professor lecturing at the Lebanese University. It was my first time entering a mosque. I was asked to wear something modest and a headscarf to cover my hair. As I entered the mosque, I was blown away on how beautiful it was. The lights, the chandeliers, the carpet, the ornaments. I sat with the imam to learn and understand Islam's understanding of the woman's cycle.
1: When a man came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and asked him about women's menstruation, God Almighty spoke through the Quran and said, When they ask about menstruation, say, it is harmful, therefore keep away from woman during menses. This verse demonstrates that people were asking for guidance in regards to the topic and rules around menstruations. Therefore, God Almighty brought upon an answer and called for isolating women in menstruation. The reason behind this is that certain previous monotheistic religions, such as Judaism, used to isolate women during the menstruation. They wouldn't eat with them nor drink with them. Christianity came and allowed intercourse between between men and menstruating women. Then came Islam and it forbid intercourse during menstruation. Islam, therefore, called for not touching a woman's lower body, the area of the blood. This is how Islam defines isolation of woman. I will clarify some of the rules around menstruation. There is a hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in which he defines the meaning of isolation. To isolate a woman does not entail her to be hidden in places as we done in ancient times where they used to put menstruating women in caves, known as the menstruation caves, where they stayed in confinement and had their meals placed upon the door. Menstruation women would be isolated completely and not allowed to be in the presence of anyone.
0: Islam revoked that practice and allow us to drink
1: with menstruating women and even share the bed with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, however, indicated that the bloody area was to be avoided at all times. As was described in the Hadith, you are entitled to anything above the bloody area. This is one of the rules in Islam around menstruation, but there are many others that I shall overview. For example, a woman came to the Prophet, peace be upon him,
0: asking about
1: praying and fasting in the time of menstruation. The Prophet, peace be upon him, told her, You do not need to worry about praying and fasting. However, once the menstruation had ended, a woman would need to make the fast days that she missed while on her menses. This is one of the rules mentioned in the Sharia. Aisha, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was with him in one of the seasons of Hash. She came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, weeping. So he asked her, what is the matter? She replied, O oh, Messenger of Allah, my, my menses have arrived and here I perform the rituals of the Hash. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, do everything that the pilgrim does, but do not perform the circumvallation around the Kaaba." In addition, a menstruating woman, as we know, is in a state of tension and nervousness. Islam came to ease this tension, so it exempted her from praying and obligations because they are exhausting to her. Praying and fasting require a lot of effort, hence why Islam granted women some resting days. These days might vary depending on the length of menstruation. The Muslim scholars and scientists have stated that the length might vary from a day and a night to six or seven days or 15 days the most. There is another thing that I would like to mention. Does a menstruating woman get completely isolated as we mentioned? Islam states, no, not at all. The Prophet, peace be upon him, used to drink from the same cup as his wife Aisha. As mentioned in the Hadith, when menstruating, Aisha used to drink from a cup, then give it to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he would drink from the same place her mouth touched the cup. This entails that women, during their menses, are not impure as many might think. The impurity lies only in the bloody area. It is not the women that are considered impure. Another important thing to mention is that menstruating women are allowed to read and recite the Qur'an, to read its explanation books using the mobile phone, so nothing is out of reach for her. This also gives freedom to menstruating women. One day the Prophet, peace be upon him, who was in the mosque next to his house, asked Aisha to hand him a piece of cloth that was at home. So she said, O messenger of the Lord, I am menstruating. He replied, you do not control your menses, they are not in your hand. So he told her to walk by the mosque and come to him, and she did. From this, scholar concluded, therefore, that menstruating woman may enter or walk by a mosque. We should mention that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Subhan Allah, for a believer does not bring forth impurities. There is no impurity in its moral sense. In other words, we should be reassured as impurity does not transfer from a place to another, nor from one person to another. Menstruations are part of woman's physiological structure. Having your menstruation brings comfort for women woman in many aspects, subhanAllah. Yes, she will be wearing during that time, but it is beneficial for her body so she does not have any strokes. Her body receives the care of God Almighty during this period. Islam established rules concerning this topic, and women are very accepting of them. Islam certainly does not isolate women completely. One may share food with them and share a drink with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, even said to her, share your bed with him, but use protection. Today, there are so many reliable options for protection. A woman can peacefully and comfortably walk through the mosque without soiling it. Islam also did not prohibit her from performing any type of work during her menses. This shows that Islam has had very progressive views in regards to periods. These are some of the rules. And Islam tends to be very forward thinking about this subject. Women have always been honored in Islam. They were never put in isolation, even in the state of menstruation. Instead, they were honored and held there by the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions. They were never said to be lesser or incomplete. As to impurity, we mentioned in the beginning. They ask concerning menstruation, say, that is a harmful thing. And praised be, scientists say that the harm which was associated with the menstruation blot in the Quran is indeed accurate. But what is harm? We know that the menstruation blot is a liquid with a shade of black and a hint of red. It has harmful elements and impurities that can transform into something toxic. I read some reports of scientists who wanted to defect on the toxic level of this substance. So they took samples and ran tests on some animals, small animals which were reported to have died.
0: This is proof that the plot is toxic. It is
1: also said that it's more lethal than arsenic and iodine, substances which cause immediate death, so they consider it as toxic. Praise be, Islam came to clarify the matter by classifying the blood as impure. Men have complete access to a woman's body, even when she is menstruating, except from the lower area. Today, praise be, more than medicine has confirmed Islam's theories claiming that menstruation blood is toxic. A 1400 years before more than science, Islam said that it is toxic. So keep away from women during menses. And today, science confirmed that sexual intercourse during menstruation leads to deformations in the fetus, because the physiology of a woman during that period is not well fit. Islam states that once the menstruation ends, you must bathe to be allowed to have intercourse with a man. So impurity is, as we mentioned, limited to one area. However, praise be, it affects the uterus and vagina. Therefore, Islam forbids women from having intercourse. Impurity is therefore important within this topic, as proven by medicine and mentioned in the Holy Quran which is, as we know, is not only about prayer and fasting. The Holy Quran also includes sanitary, scientific and life rules and regulations and menstruation is one of the topics. I have not seen any customs or traditions around celebrating a girl's coming of age. However, in some African countries, they celebrated
0: in Islam, if a girl comes of age, she transitions from a state to another.
1: The Prophet, peace be upon him, said when asked about a girl's coming of age she must wear a hijab. The same way a guy is required to pray and fast. The girl will also need to start up to pray. And fast. With the onset of puberty, the Prophet stated that one begins a real life journey because this phase brings forth maturity and consciousness. It is a transitional phase from a stage to another and it's a very important transition and thus Islam came to regulate the onset of puberty. And today the mother's duty is to be there as a guide for the girl's coming of age. She is the one who will need to teach had taught about Islam and the Islamic rules and preserved the family's morality and faith. And praise be, puberty, and mainly the onset of a girl's menstruation, is an important part of a girl's life. From this point on, she is accountable at the mercy of God's judgment. Once we enter puberty, we bring forth our final judgment. That is what the Sharia dictates, God willing, the Almighty.
0: I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week to listen to another interview with another expert. If you are a menstruator and would like to share your first period story with us, or if you want to check out other first period stories, the trailer of my personal documentary, and a cool period art project I'm working on, please visit my website on ibleed.com. That's i-bleed.com. Thanks for listening.